So we're a little early, but we're just testing to see if this is working. YouTube, where is our vibe? Let's see. It's five o'clock. Ready? It's five o'clock on the dot. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> so welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome. Like I said, this is episode one of Let's Talk About It. We are attempting to streamline other places, but we do have quite a few people. We have seven people in the room with us, Bettina, um, here in the studio for this first episode. Um, we are going to talk about the podcast and what we hope to do with the podcast, but we're also going to pray. We're going to pray about uh, what's about things going on at LACHC. We're going to pray a blessing over this effort and all of our efforts uh, in this. So um, while we wait, while we give people a little time to kind of come into the room, Bettina, we can just talk a little bit like, you know, we don't have to do the official introduction um, or we can have some of the folks in the audience um, kind of type in any any prayer requests they may have. Yeah, I was just going to say it would be good to um, if we can start with prayer requests for those that are um, joining yeah. us. Yeah. So just type in your um, your prayer request in the chat. Uh, if you don't want us to mention your name, just put an A and say what you want to pray. But <laughs> otherwise, I will say Dr. Anna asked us to pray for this. Shannon asked us to pray for that. So um you can go ahead and put those things in there. And also, if there are things that you hope we'll talk about uh, during this podcast tonight or any other night, our plan is to do several of these uh, throughout the rest of this, uh, well, in the new year. Uh, yes. By the way, happy yes. new year. Yes. <laughs> and I hope everybody had a wonderful uh, Christmas uh, as well. So. It's 502. I want to give it a little time just for Maybe give it one in. more minute, Renee, and then we give can get started. Then we yeah. get started. So, um, well, just so that you guys know a little bit about me, I'm the co-host. I'm also the director of advancement here at LA Christian Health Centers. Uh, in advancement, that just means that I'm responsible for our own media and some external communications, as well as our annual fundraising for individuals. So I'm the one who's sending out those e-blasts, picking up the phone, calling folks um, to request personal gifts to support us in our work. And I've been doing fundraising um, for more than 20 years in different organizations, but I've been in Skid Row and here at LA Christian for almost 10 years. Um, I was with another organization in Skid Row as well. And so um, asking people to support work for this community um, has been something that I've been doing really for more than 10 years. And it is uh, a privilege, um, but it's also a challenge. One of the things that I've learned about, um, about it is the best way to do it is to connect people to the cause, to connect people to the heart of the work, uh, which is uh, either through their faith or through their care for just people. So telling stories is one of the best ways to do that. Um, I'm the co-host and Bettina Lewis, who is the interim president and CEO of our organization, is my co-host. And she's been with the organization for more than 17 years. Um, and what a time to lead. 
right? This organization post-COVID, um, we opened a new clinic. Yes. Several policy changes yes. coming down the pipeline for this work, you know. Bettina, tell us a little bit about you. You've, you've been here, you've been at the helm as president and CEO for more than a year now. So yes. tell the people a little bit about you. Yes. So before I tell folks a little bit about me, uh, Renee, Shani is asking, are we live on Facebook? So I'm, I wanted, I'm, I wanted, I'm trying to figure okay. out are we, but we are not, Shani. <laughs> I don't see it. I put the codes in there, but I don't see it. I'm trying. As uh, Bettina speaks, I'll be working in the background to kind of see if we can uh, clear good. that up. And Dr. Anna, I just want to acknowledge your uh, prayer request. So we certainly will be adding um, the, the staff member that was just recently um, diagnosed with kidney um, infection into our closing prayer and our ongoing prayers as well. So, um, yeah. So, Renee, thank you so much. So I'm so excited about this uh, this podcast and the first of many to come. Um, as Renee mentioned, my name is Bettina Lewis. Um, I am serving in the role as interim president and CEO at Los Angeles Christian Health Center. And it has been more than an honor and a pleasure to serve the community and our staff members um, during this time. I have been with L.A. Christian for just over uh, 17 years in various capacities. Uh, ranging from deputy director and chief operations officer to program manager and even executive assistant um, once upon a time here. So it definitely is an honor and a privilege to have my finger on the pulse and to um, carry the torch that our um, our wonderful Dr. Lisa um, instilled with me to carry on the mission and the vision of the organization. Are we good on Facebook now? Looking to see um, uh, to, to go live if we have everything set, and I'm trying to just work that out. But Bettina, how did you end up? You, you, I mean, I know you said you've been here for a number mm -hmm. of years, yeah. But you have a very distinct story about how you landed here and why you landed here and when you landed here. And I think it's important for people to know kind of what your roots are with the organization. Um, and how you're how how miraculous I want to say, really, I always say that I think that you have been appointed for exactly this moment for the organization because of how you came in and all the aspects of uh, the organization that you've been privy to. So how did you like really come in the first day? <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I think it's important also not not only to mention how I got here, but to continue like why I'm still here because, yes, you know, um, 17 years is a very long time. So it's definitely um, something that keeps me grounded and, and keeps me coming back to serve our um, communities. But I ended up um, at Los Angeles Christian Health Centers. I had a specific prayer uh, to God and I asked God to use me and to allow me to use my um, my gifts. I do believe I have a gift of a spiritual gift of administration. And so I asked God to allow me to use my gifts and talents uh, where he saw fit. Um, initially, I thought that I would, uh, I've always knew that I wanted to work in nonprofit and serve in nonprofit. And I thought my ultimate calling would be serving um, women, particularly young mothers, you know, who were really trying to find their way into the world being young mothers and really didn't know what the next steps would be. And so um, God, guided my steps to Skid Row. And it, it's been history since. Um, 
definitely um, answer to prayer. Definitely God has allowed me to use my gifts and talents. And even he is still allowing me to touch on those hearts that I have particularly asked him to allow me to make an impact on. What keeps me here, Renee, is um, when I look at our patients, I see me. When I look at our patients, I see um, my aunt, my uncle, my mother, my father, brothers, sisters, cousins, friends. Um, I had an uncle who who was missing for a few months and my family did not know where he was. And we found him in Skid Row. Um, I was, we were, we had the little, uh, we had the Joshua House Clinic on Winston Street. And where I saw my uncle at was across the street from the new Joshua House location. And so having to call my mother, my aunts and my uncle to let them know that we had located or I had located my uncle, that was heart wrenching to me. But it also, I don't know if it was the first time that I ever realized this or I, I don't know, but it it really bought it, it really brought it home for me. It really brought it home that um, the communities that we're serving, it's, it's our people. It's our people. And, and, and it does not have a name. Right. It's my uncle was a, um, a chemist and unfortunately fell on hard times and landed on Skid Row for whatever reasons. Right. And so what kept me here was to was to continue to serve those that are broken. And so when I see our patients showing up, I see my uncle brokenness, um, but just looking to be loved, looking to feel um, a sense of community and wanting to um, feel Christ. And, and so I continue to show up for my uncle. I continue to show up uh, for God. I continue to show up to continue to serve who God has called us to serve. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that who we serve is really an important part of why we started the podcast too. Yes. Um, you know, I can certainly connect with the idea. I remember when I first started working in Skid Row and I often meditated on how and what do I do to get people to care about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these people. And, mm -hmm. and I went to why I cared. And mm -hmm. I kind of came to the same place that you did because this is these this is my cousin. Yeah. This is my uncle. Yeah. This is my yeah. grandfather. Like mm -hmm. these are um these are they're my people. family. They're these people. are people. These are family. They're real people yep. with real stories yeah. um that um that really that the safety net is a really important Part, yeah. Right. So yeah. uh, starting the the podcast, like, you know, L.A. Christian has been around for more than 20 years. And a lot of people mm -hmm. who are in Skid Row kind of know about us. And in fact, yes. I think years ago when I first started more than 10 years ago, people used to say, we're the little clinic that could. Yes. <laughs> we were the little clinic that could, you know, right behind L.A. Mission. I would say humble beginnings that our old Joshua house <laughs> was definitely um, humble beginnings. In fact, yeah. I've seen a. Um, I was looking at a picture of where we had our first team huddle during the pandemic. And it was by the grace of God, we were mm -hmm. able to do all the care that we did in that building. Um, when you, when you compare the old Joshua house to the new Joshua house, it's like, Whoa, how did we, how did we survive? It's nothing but God's grace. Nothing but working. God. I yeah. know that it was nothing but God. <laughs> I was there. It was like my fifth day. Maybe the first week I came here and the CEO said, 
I think we're going to need a capital campaign. We're going to get a new building. And I thought, <laughs> and here we are, you here know, are. nine yeah. years later <laughs> yes. in a new building with, you know, Joshua House has been open for more than a year yes. at uh, 7th and Wall Street. Um, and we wanted to start this podcast to really expand our exposure to people who would care. I think yes. we started out as a mom and pop shop and uh, who is connected to us is really related to who worked here, yeah. to who knew about us on the streets. And we really want to expand that. And uh why not use this uh, media, this this free media, really? Uh, we have our own uh, way that we can communicate directly to people who want to have a better understanding or who want to support us with prayer or contributions. And um, so that's why we started the podcast and Absolutely. why um, we're here. And when I did my initial research just on podcasts, because there are tons of podcasts out there. Oh, my mm -hmm. goodness. Uh, there are tons of podcasts out there. But actually, you know, you guys, I, ha I have to tell you that I kind of made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mistake <laughs> and I invited some people to come, but I gave them the wrong link. So those people are like they, they're visitors here. But um, Shelly, Marshall, thank you for coming in. Good night. Thank you for coming in. But could you guys get off and I'll send you the different link because you should be in the audience. But thank you for oh. coming. And so she's like, you know, we work out together. So Marshall, hang yes. up and I'll send you another one. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll look for it in the email. <laughs> Thank you. Thank okay. you. Yes, everybody else is in the audience. Keisha, you are in the audience. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> just, I don't even know how to disconnect her. I'm Leave trying the to. studio. Okay. Yes. Well, not only do we have our very first podcast, our blooper? We, we have a blooper. So congratulations. We made a blooper. <laughs> we might have some more of those because I am learning. So let me go back and send these links to people so that they can actually be the audience in the audience. But we were talking about the um, the podcast and Bettina, who do we want to listen to this? Like, who do we want in this room to hear us? And I said, well, Bettina, who is going to want to listen to us talk about stuff like who? Yeah, you know, there there's some 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 folks that come to mind, you know, and and she may like say, Potato, Shannon Fernando needs to be in this podcast. Shannon is our chief innovations officer who leads our street team efforts, our clinical uh, satellite sites. She leads um, various components of our medical services and she has her footprint on what's happening in Skid Row. So we absolutely need to have Shannon on this podcast to get the deets on what's going on in Skid Row. We, we need to hear on. from Dr. Anna. You know, Dr. Anna is in the audience. I want to hear from Dr. Anna in terms of what's happening with mental health services within um, not only our communities, but just L.A. County. What are we seeing I would love to hear from Pastor Troy Vaughn. Pastor Troy is um, a board member for LA Christian Health Centers, but he is also the president and CEO of Los Angeles Mission. I would love to hear from the Alyssa Orduna. Um, oh, Alyssa yeah. has her oh, all across Skid Row oh, and all things um, 
related to our um, specific community of the unhoused and underserved communities. I would really love to hear from Taylor. Taylor is our director yeah. of social services and she is rocking, let me tell you, rocking our ECM program and our Cal Ames program. I want to hear, I, I, I want to give voice to our staff members that are in the trenches serving. I want to hear from Shawnee, clinic manager, Jesse, who is our director of nursing. I want to hear, you know, what keeps them coming back? What keeps them um, anchored into serving these communities? So I, I want to hear from everybody who loves what it is that we're doing and who wants to shout it from the mountaintop of, of why, why, this, why this mission is critical for the work that we're doing. I want to hear from some of our pastors, too. Yeah, you know, I want to hear from some of our uh, pastors and kind of co-laborers in the faith area about how important this is. I mean, we always talk about sharing God's love through our work, um, not only from their perspective as leaders in their respective churches, but also as what is the role that faith yeah. plays in yeah. um, doing the work that we do. What do you think is, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I have a little agenda, guys, that I'm running through. I'm not going to run no, you off the agenda, right, but well, I really do. this podcast and leave it to you. <laughs> yeah, we talked about with why we're starting the podcast, who we hope to, to see. I also hope that maybe we get some um, elected officials to talk yes. to us. Yes. Maybe we also get some of their deputies. I would love to, to hear from Supervisor Solis, uh, who yeah. is spearheading uh, the, the Skid Row Action Plan. I would love to hear from her. I would love to hear from uh, Holly Mitchell. I would just really love to hear from those uh, elected officials who continue to show up time and time again. So I think those are some folks we can uh, peg for um, yeah, yeah, to have yeah. an audience. Yeah. And, and I think... Um, you know, we just sponsored um, um, December 21st was National Homeless uh, Persons Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. And we um, had a group of folks, um, many of them were part of the Skid Row Action Plan, uh, show up at our place for a day of dialogue and remembrance. And uh, I think that that also just highlights how important dialogue is um, in all of this. And, you know, we should be at the table. We, we're creating a table for those conversations to happen and all that. Um, what do you think in terms of what's happening at, at uh, LA Christian now? Uh, if you could share with us kind of what are some of the things that are top in your radar for what's coming or kind of what we're, what we're facing, what are the hot topics? Um, at yeah, so I can tell you some things that are um, really near and dear to my heart. Um, and, you know, it varies from person to person, but these are these are areas that are personal to me that I'm very, very, very excited about. Um, Renee, the first thing I'll touch on is um, Medi-Cal expansion. Right. So beginning January one. We will have so many people eligible for Medi-Cal. Uh, just in LA County alone, over 250,000 individuals between the ages of 26 to 49 uh, will now be um, eligible for full service uh, or full scope Medi-Cal. To me, that is huge. Um, when I first started at LA Christian Health Center, I believe our, um, our Medi-Cal census um, within the organization at that time was probably 10% insured. And 
90% um, uninsured. So that and was so years to, ago. That yeah, was years yeah. ago. And so yeah. to know that coming in 2014, that our undocumented patients will now have access to full scope Medi-Cal. Um, our patients that have gone so many years without having Medi-Cal um, coverage are now eligible for this coverage. I am ecstatic and over the moon about this and so grateful that California is leading the way and setting the precedence for um, other states to follow. Um, prayerfully, um, that means better access to care, better coverage, more ac uh, robust access to specialty services. And that is greatly needed in our community. So that is one thing that I'm excited about. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how the staff is going to navigate getting our patients enrolled into Medi-Cal. You know, it doesn't mean that the red tape um, goes away. You know, our unhoused patients will still have to submit certain documentation to get that Medi-Cal coverage. But I'm so grateful that we're going to be able to um, to lead that to lead that way with those patients. I'm excited about the expansion of field medicine and street medicine within the Skid Row community. For um, I, you can imagine that many of our patients do not want to come into the brick and mortar clinic. So to to know that the health plans are putting um, resources into health centers so that we can be able to meet the needs of the patients where they are. I'm excited about all street um, medicine um, expansions. And I'm extremely excited and encouraged about the Skid Row Action Plan. And I think that what Supervisor Solis did about a year ago was definitely bold and actionable um, on her part and really needs to be um, highlighted for her great work in which she brought service providers and community um, members of Skid Row together and said, what do you guys need? What do you guys need? And we really heard from the community. And so over the years, as they're um, rolling out the Skid Row Action Plan, we should see more permanent housing, more um, interim housing, a 23-7 low barrier um, health hub within Skid Row, a harm reduction health hub, and a, a safe service site um, hub for the community. And so I'm just really looking forward to seeing um, Skid Row to be revitalized and revamped because that community truly deserves um, truly deserves it. So yes. those are the things that are personal that that I'm excited about and encouraged about. And we, you know, this rolling out within like the next few days for the Medicaid expansion, and um, it's really going to hit us tough and uh, hit us hard in calendar year 2024 to see changes coming out within Skid Row and within the street and field medicine. So I'm encouraged. So does that mean that we're a what does that mean for us, the medical expan the expansion? Does it mean that we're going to have more patients potentially? Or what does, I mean, how are we preparing for that? Yeah. And, and, so yeah. Are, are you speaking and, of the, the Medi-Cal expansion? Medi-Cal expansion yeah, specifically. So I because yeah. I don't know if it necessarily means uh, more patients, but it definitely means that our patients have access, um, extended and better access to care. You know, if a, if a patient needs um specialty services. They don't always have to go now to um, LA County or what have you. They're able to get specialty services um, generally in a way that you and I would be able to get specialty services with our private insurance carriers. So that that's really what that means, access to care and an, um, a robust um, specialty care. Yeah, very good. And I know the Skid Row Action Plan uh, was meeting for more than a year or a yeah, about, about, about a little over a year. And and I really um, just really, really, really want to honor Supervisor Solis for her um, efforts with that, where she really 
listened to the community, really heard from the community, really heard from the service pro provider um, agencies within Skid Row, and really brought us all to the table to say, what, what is it that you need? And we heard from the community first, and then service providers chimed in to, to give input, but this was certainly um, led by um, community support. And so you should see more of that rolling out through the um, Board of Supervisors as well, in conjunction with uh, LA County Department of um, Health Services, Department of Mental Health, and as well as um, FQHCs like LA Christian and additional service uh, providers within Skid Row. Well, I'm sure that we'll be talking about it more on future episodes. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll be talking about those things. Um, you know, we are Los Angeles Christian Health Centers, and uh, people do often ask me, so what, where does the Christian fit into what we do? Mm -hmm. Like, how does that play in yeah. the, uh, in, in how we do our work? What uh -huh. would you say to folks who are asking about where does our faith fit in this work? Yeah, so uh, of course our faith shows up in our mission. And our vision, you know, our mission um, is to follow Christ by loving and serving our neighbors through comprehensive quality health care. Right. So we've got the mission taken care of. Our vision is the healing and restoration of um, underserved and homeless communities. So we've got the vision taken care of um, and our values. We have a value of being uh, Christ like we have a value of justice and excellence and kindness and unity and accessibility. But how does that show up? and how we give ourselves to our patients while honoring God, um, it's really in our credo. Our credo um, is, is highlighted in three sections, our people, our purpose, and our practice, right? And that credo, like we shouldn't have to say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Um, it, it really should, you should know that I'm a Christian by the way that I'm talking to you, by the way that I'm treating you by the way that I'm handling you. And that credo really identifies and lays the foundations for our staff and what our patients and partnering agencies and community um, agencies could expect from us and how we administer healthcare, how we are um, excellent financial stewards of the resources that God has given us, how we carry out our mission, how we treat one another, how we treat each other, how we treat our staff, how we treat our patient. And so if we're living by that credo, that credo really embodies what is it need, what that credo embodies Christ likeness. And that's where we show up is through that um, embodying of the credo. I mean, I, I, for me coming as an employee mm -hmm. to Los Angeles Christian Health Centers and being a Christian, I can tell you that for me on a personal scale, it was an awesome, I saw it as an awesome opportunity to take like the technical skills that I'd learned about fundraising mm -hmm. and do it under the umbrella of my faith. And yeah. for me, I learned so much about God's favor and provision and um, about inviting people into kingdom work yeah. and building a kingdom. You know, part of mm -hmm. my uh, faith includes that I believe that our work is to bring heaven on earth. Yes. And we yes. are the we are those instruments to be used. Yes. yes. And so um, when I arrived here, what I what I saw was really um 
patients being treated as brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. treated with care and love, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that that was mostly about the love of Christ, right? Yes. Bringing yes. the love of Christ to every individual, um, and and I and and you know me, I see. Um, Jesus was a revolutionary to me. <laughs> and so it's kind of revolutionary to take your doctor bag and be walking on the street trying to yes. take care of people. Yes. Uh, you know, the yes. clinic was actually started when because the clinic- what, what we will do at LA Christian is go in the trenches. We're going to yeah, go with whatever no one it takes. Once you go, whatever it takes. <laughs> yes, Shannon, shout out to you. We're going to do whatever it takes. And, and that's how we show up by doing whatever it takes and, and, and spreading the gospel by doing whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. And whatever it takes in the clinic day to day, there are some amazing things that happen, right? Like yes. <laughs> what it takes may be calming down a patient, right? Yes. It may mean, um, bringing someone some water or maybe someone needs some socks because they're yes. walking around barefoot and they've yes. got, or they have a sore. It means uh, many different things. Even if you're, if you're um, in the front office, it means mm-hmm. yeah, something about how. What, what's key is that when, when we say whatever it takes, like every, every role here at Los Angeles Christian Health Center plays a major part in bringing the kingdom to the communities that we serve, be it my courier who's delivering patient, um, who's delivering medication from site to site, or my facilities coordinator who's fixing a plumbing issue so our patients can have a working restroom, a working restroom facility to my CFO ensuring that we're being good stewards over, like again, over the resources that God has given us provision over it, we're going to do whatever it takes. We're, we're, it, it should never be a time where our patients have to make a decision of, do I go to the clinic to get my blood pressure medication or do I go stand in line at the shelter mm. to get a bad ticket? That You shouldn't have to make that decision, right? And yeah. so whatever it takes is we're going to meet those our patients where they, yeah, are, they are and we're going to make a way out of no way for our patients. And I think also in kind of this next, um, uh, the next iteration of LA Christian Mm -hmm. that people may see our organization and the people who represent our organization speaking out more and being involved more with how to impact changes that actually don't force that kind of a decision, right? Yeah. Like yeah. how do we build partnerships to change the workflow of how that works? Mm-hmm. How do we come up with sharing what ideas we know really work for the population that that we're that we're serving? Um, you know, I mentioned that our clinic was started initially. Um, we were an outreach of LA Mission, um, and there was a nurse there who really wanted to do more for uh, what she saw then. Um, people dying on the streets with yes. AIDS, yes. you know, and, um, and I was talking about how that's revolutionary work, right? Yes. <laughs> um, to, Serving the least of the, it, it goes, yeah. it's our foundation. Yes, yeah, it is our foundation. And I think that even now that we have, you know, many providers on our roster, we have a you know street medicine team. We have a mobile uh, unit. Mm-hmm. We have uh, eleven thousand mm-hmm. patients that mm-hmm. we are still that mm-hmm. agency 
we're still that group of people. We are still that group of warriors that are doing whatever it takes to deliver care to the neighbors who, in many cases, um, are forgotten. And yes. also yes. trying to reduce the barriers that it takes yes. to get them absolutely. in care, absolutely. You know, um, yes. no matter where they are. Yes, reducing the barriers and not creating any new barriers. You know, yeah, I and think not that's creating, key. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, part of that, that, that's the reason why one of the areas that we've expanded the most in, in the last year or so has been um, with our, uh, our care coordinators, yes, um, yes. which are really our um, case managers who help people with kind of basic needs related things, but also try to bring people into care. And I yes. know you mentioned Taylor and we're, we should get her in to talk about um, that more, but I think that we're still so close to the heart of why the organization mm -hmm. started. Mm -hmm. um, and talking about these things, I think is really a helpful thing. And um, I want to share a scripture um, from the third book of John, um, first chapter, 18th verse, which uh -huh. says, therefore, we ought to support people like these, that we may be fellow workers for the truth. Mm -hmm. And that really was like a, a foundation for me to, to think that talking about these things could bring light and truth and bring more workers. To absolutely. Absolutely. This. I think when I, when I read the scripture, uh, here, here is another version of that scripture taken from New International, um, the NIV. We ought, therefore, to show hospitality mm. to such people so that we mm. may work together for the truth, mm. right? Um, Didn't we do a whole thing on hospitality here a while, few years ago? Oh, my goodness. Oh, was that my church? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, when I think of hospitality, you know, when, when you talk about being radical or what have you, you know, when I think about just that key word, of hospitality. First of all, to me, what that scripture means is that we cannot do the work alone. We cannot do this work by ourselves. Um, we, our, our supporters matter. Our community matters. Um, and we depend on the generosity of folks to keep us going. So whether it be a monetary donation, a prayer, um, affirmation, whatever it may be, we are absolutely in need of that. But when I think about hospitality, um, you know, one thing that uh, Dr. Lisa Abdishu, our, pre our previous uh, president and CEO, one thing that we had a vision for was um, when, when our patients walk into Joshua House, that there was a hospitality corner for them where they yes. can get fresh coffee and muffins and drinks and you know, just so that they can feel warm. So to me, that all matters. In order for me to continue to show that love, to continue to show hospitality to those that we're serving, I need the support. I, I need people to keep me going. I need I need those prayers. I need the, the words of encouragement because the work that we do is so very hard and it's so very difficult. And, it, and I know that it's by the grace of God that we're still standing and we continue to show up time and a time and time again. And and that's for me, Renee, is what I am so honored by is our staff that continue to show up time and time and time again. We have had providers here who have been with the agency over 10 years. And just every time when I think to throw in that tile, 
when I say, oh my God, this is, this is a lot, Lord, you know, this, this cross is, is getting a bit too heavy for me to carry. I think about, um, Shani, I think about Shannon, I think about Jesse, I think about Taylor, I think about call center staff, I think about Yvette, I think about every single provider that continues to come in. I just think about the organization and that is, that's what fuels me. And so when I think about that scripture in order for us to continue to show that support, we all need one another. Well, I said that we were going to talk and pray. Yes. And I think <laughs> I think it's time for us to lean into some prayer. You know, um, I do have some prayer requests that I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of read, but I want us to get in an attitude of prayer um, because we really did come here um, to pray. Also, mm -hmm. I said I was gonna start, and then Bettina's gonna um, close us out. And I just want to start off by thanking God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for your hand on every work of LA Christian Health Centers. Thank you for your hand upon every person who is here um, to listen in with us and those who are not, but who are truth workers with yes. us in um, caring for our brothers and sisters. Um, thank you for our lives. Thank you for the resources. We invite you, dear God, into this moment. We invite you into our plans. We invite you to, to guide us, um, to direct us. We ask you to provide protection. We ask you to give us courage. And we ask that you would guide and direct our staff, our patients, our elected officials, yes, um, the partners that we work with, Lord. And we pray a special prayer during this time for those who are mourning, Father. Um, we pray, I want to lift up um, specifically um, Lisa, one of our co-workers who has departed. Father, we pray for her family who is uh grieving her loss, and we are grieving her loss as well. Father, there are staff members who have lost uh, their beloved ones during this holiday season, Father, and they are going about the business of um, taking care of affairs while their hearts are wounded. Father, we pray that you would just be there with them. Father, that they would be encouraged, um, that they would be held up by your strength. Father, we pray for um, Dr. Anna has made a request that we pray for a patient that she knows who has been diagnosed with a kidney um, infection. Father, we were praying for healing uh, for for that patient, Father. We are also praying that as our team looks to hire, make new hires, Father, that the right people, yes. yeah. uh, the right people who love uh your people would yes. show up to do this work, Father. We pray for the um, for the peace of those who are coming into this work, for their easy transition into learning the things of the departments that they may be in. Um, we pray that, uh, and this is from Dr. Anna also, that that all of us uh, would hear God's voice clearly and yes. follow him so yes. closely. Yes. Lord, we pray for a revival in all of yes. our hearts to take place yes. as we hear 
Yes. Lord, Lord, we 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 pray that you would just um, be who you are. Yes. Be who you are in our lives, Father, and that um, every hindrance would be taken down. We pray over this podcast, Father. We pray for this new territory that we're moving in. Lord, we're looking and desiring that others will become yoked with this work and want to invest their time, their talent, and their treasure towards the things that you have set us out to do, to care for your beloved ones, Father. And so we ask that you would bless it and shape it into something that is useful to you. We ask that you would use us you would use everyone here. Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. And Lord, um, we just ask for peace, dear God. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you that you are the Prince of Peace, Father God. And I just pray that um, that you will have a covering and a hedge of protection over those silent requests, over those silent prayer requests, Father God, and just for staff members and community members and our patients that are um, hurting during this holiday season, dear God, I just pray that you would give them uh, the peace and the comfort that they need to carry on, Father. May they continue to seek your face in all that they do. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for all of what you're doing for Los Angeles Christian Health Centers. I thank you for the lives that we have been able to touch, Father God. And I just thank you for every staff member and every provider who continue to show up with healing hands, Father. And I just thank you that our work does not go in vain, Heavenly Father. Lord, I ask that you cover this podcast. I ask that you continue to um, just allow us to exalt your name, Father, with this uh, with this podcast. And may we be able to reach thousands across um, the country, Heavenly Father, to share the great work that is what's happening in downtown Los Angeles and that we will be able to show um, individuals and community members and those who are near and far the change that is happening within uh, Skid Row and Boyle Heights and just every community that you have entrusted us to serve, dear God. Lord, I thank you for um, I thank you for this vision of the podcast, dear God. I thank you for let's talk about it, Heavenly Father. I thank you that you've given us the vision to to spread the gospel and to spread the word, Heavenly Father. And Lord, bring us, bring us workers, dear God. Bring us those who are eager to serve you. Bring us workers that are eager to go on the front lines with us and bring us soldiers in your army, Heavenly Father, no matter what role they will play within um, the organization. I just pray that you will bring us the people, Father God, for you know that the need is great and we rely so heavily on you to do the work that you need us to do, dear God. And so, Lord, um, as we close out this season, as we close out the um, Christmas season, as we enter into the new year, Heavenly Father, I just pray um, a blessing of peace and prosperity amongst all that are um, that are listening, amongst all that are watching, and those that um, are um, with us near and far, dear God. Lord, I pray that you will continue to provide us with the resources so that we can continue to carry your work through and continue to do the work that you have called us to do, dear God. In your son's name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. You know, um, I wish you all a very good new year. We'll be back. I don't think we streamed live, but 
this stuff will be on some way. We'll figure this, we'll figure it out eventually. Um, thank you for coming. And um, let me more. say this too, as a reminder, if there are any um, topics that you would like for oh, us yes, to cover, yes. please let Renee and I know. Yes. Uh, we we want to touch on it. We want to talk about it. We want to uh, share the word with you. We want, even if it's a scripture reading, Whatever it is that you would like for us to cover, we are so open uh, to hearing from you. Yeah. And that's it for LACHCs. Let's talk about it. Episode one. That's a wrap. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bless you. Happy New Year. Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>